So, um, wait. Ah, where it is? <laughs> there, here, here it is. Here it is. Yep. Chema uh, is putting yeah. on his uh, Christian McCaffrey Panthers jersey, not even the goddamn 49ers. Oof. There it is. So uh, something something you want to say? Something you want to say, Eddie? To, uh, to me I, or to, like, the listeners of our beloved show? I appreciate the Panthers in everything that they've accomplished lately, including y'all beating the Falcons guaranteed clinched us a playoff berth. So thank you, good sir. How, how's that? How's that? You are welcome. Was that so hard? I mean, no, but I just want you to know we would have done it without you guys. You guys just made it happen a week early. But did you? You could have made it happen. You just made it happen. But a week did early. you? You know what? What do I what do I always say in this show? It's never about what could have been, it's about what it is. You know what? Shut up, second round pick. I mean number two <laughs> overall pick. <laughs> That's an indictment about how bad you guys are. I went. I went uh, to work wearing this, by the way. Oh God! And what they say? Uh, mostly like I had like I had a couple of comments. So I I don't know if you know this, but uh, yesterday was uh, the so- the soccer uh, finals in the Mexico League. Didn't Me- didn't America win? Am I wrong? And, uh, yes, America uh, has won. Uh, or as we all uh, said collectively, every time that they are crown championships. Well, of course they are. They they own the tournament. Like, of course they, like, literally, like, Greatness. not not, Greatness. not own as in like they are the best. That it means that they literally are the owners of the tournament. Like they or their mother uh, brand owns it. So, um, not surprised, you know. I've, do we do have we won the tournament every year? Not every year, but it's a coincidence. So you guys have the chance. Y'all just suck. No, here's the thing. So I, I, I think I told you this before. Like my city has two teams, yeah. which is stupid. <laughs> I think it's stupid. Uh, and I root for one of those teams, which is Rayados, who did not make it. I think they made it to the semifinals and then they uh, they lost. Uh, the other team from this city, uh, Tigres, they went to the finals and they they lost against uh, Samarica. Now here's the thing. Rayados and Tigres have like this ongoing, never-ending rivalry. Um, to the point where there's zero respect there. Uh, like some people would say, like, oh, well, you know, it's not my team, but at least it's from my seat. No, that's not it's not allowed, you know. We don't play that fucking game. They don't play that fucking game. So a lot of people have this thing where, like, oh my god, who do I root for in this final? Because you don't want to root for your arch enemy. But everyone hates America, so <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's a it's a complicated feeling to to process, which is why instead of watching the two games, I stayed home and I watched One Piece, and that was a way better use of my time. <laughs> I didn't learn who won until until this morning. So, question: Yeah, do you want to review Yu Yu Hakusho? Oh my god, that's right. That just came out. Um, I'll be honest, I never watched Yu Hakusho Show growing up. So I would just watch it as like a new Netflix show. Uh I don't up know if you. you 
I mean, we could. Um, how many episodes is it? I'll say eight or ten. I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I can like squeeze in. Uh, are you are you a fan of Hakusho? Like, did you grow no, up watching? I, I remember watching it, but I don't remember much about it. I just remember that at the beginning, he's like the school bully slash outcast, but he risks his life to save a little kid. So he gets granted like uh we'll give you the chance to become like a spirit detective. I knew I remember like a tournament arc that apparently was like ongoing, and I've heard it's like considered one of the greatest tournament arcs in the history of anime. I, I heard that of that part too. I know that that's a thing where I think he fights a guy and both their feet are on blades, so they can't take a step back, so they're just beating the shit out of each other. I know that. Yeah, uh, I don't, uh, I'm not well versed on my Yu Yu Hakusho. Uh, I'm sorry, I have failed you as the anime guy. Um, uh, that's all right, I'm used to you failing. Uh, well, didn't fail, did, didn't fail yesterday. <laughs> our Panthers won. Hell yeah, our second win in the entire year. Is Heck it really yeah. our second win? Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, but you guys. The, the other one was against the Houston Texans. Let me see. As of right now, you got damn. Oh my god! You guys don't even have a draft pick in the first round. Hell yeah! But did you saw that? Who are we? Uh, who's gonna be our new coach? Did you saw that? Who? Belichick. It's not for sure. It might I'm be. In. I'm in. If he goes okay. there, you guys, you guys are automatically contenders. Did you saw? Did you saw the thing that came out yesterday about the game against the Falcons? Do you know how cheap the tickets were? Four dollars, forty-five cents. So I could have bought. I could have taken my whole family for forty-five cents. Yes, <laughs> and it still didn't fill. There was it was a there was a high school football game that was full that, that had more people in it than the actual like Panthers versus Falcons game. I love my underdogs or undercats or whatever. Dude, I feel so. Uh, I don't know how you feel about this. I'm doing yeah. research right now. You guys don't even have a first round pick next year. I wish I knew what that meant. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> so we have lost the people that came here for the Wonka review already. Okay. It's like these two do not go with each other. Okay. Well, let me tell you what the draft is and then we'll jump into Wonka. So the way the draft okay. work is this. The draft works is this. Uh, players from college will declare themselves eligible for the draft, meaning that they can no longer play college sports. They have to enter the NFL draft. So they have yeah. a Columbine, uh, sorry, combine, not Columbine, a combine <laughs> where they show their speed, their strength, their football knowledge, agility, various ways to show, hey, I am the most athletic guy. Look at me. Um, and then there's draft night where the teams all get together. The, the shittiest team gets to go first. Then the second shittiest team goes second, and so on and so forth, right? In, you know, uh, collective order. Oh, great. That means we go, like, third. No. Here's the thing. When you're trying to draft players or get draft picks or or make trades and stuff, one of the big things is trading draft picks, right? Like, hey, I'll give you a first-round draft pick. Because typically, you want a first-round draft pick. You want your pick of the best uh, athletes, right? The Panthers traded their number one draft pick to Chicago. Why? I don't remember. So... Y'all, you guys would have had the number one draft pick, but since you traded to Chicago, Chicago now has the number one and number three draft pick right now. But look how pretty my jersey is. I like those colors. 
Uh, yeah, look, look, look how it is. Yeah, and I can. Uh, I uh, oh wait, where is it? Yeah. it matches my Jordans. Like that, shit, that's actually a pretty solid outfit. I'm not gonna lie to you. Hell yeah, like this and like a pair of black jeans. Yeah. So uh, yeah, sure. I don't give a shit about the draft picks. Like my, my jersey looks cool, uh, and it was hella cheap because mm. I think that player's not there anymore. He's with the 49ers now. Did didn't that didn't that player like kick y'all's ass like recently? Fuck you! <laughs> He's there in spirit, man. He's there in spirit. Fuck didn't you! <laughs> are you gonna, are you gonna claim that Super Bowl if he wins one? Are you gonna claim it? Uh, uh. I feel like you get like 10% of that Super Bowl. I mean, I mean y'all helped it happen. Why not? Why not? Put put him in the map. So put him in the spe- map. Speaking of football, you want to talk about a uh, whimsical musical? Hell yeah, I'm always in the mood for a whimsical musical. Chema, hit the intro. Thank you for welcoming us into your headphones. My name is Chema. I'm Eddie. And this, reviewing Wonka, this is the rollback. Every good thing in this world started with a dream. Willy Wonka, chock full of ideas and determined to change the world one delectable bite at a time, is proof that the best things in life begin with a dream. And if you're lucky enough to meet Willy Wonka, anything is possible. So this is the new Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory uh, prequel I guess it's a prequel new prequel. origin story yeah directed by Mr. Paul King who directed the absolutely perfect Paddington duology that makes so much sense starring uh, Timothy Chalamet Kale Lane Keegan-Michael Key Hugh Grant Peterson Joseph Olivia Coleman and Mr. Bean so this is uh, a musical uh, just a straight up musical uh, from the mind uh, from the direct from the same guy that brought us uh, uh, Paddington. I'll be very honest. When the trailer for this came out, I was not interested. And then the title card that said "from the director of Paddington" came up, and I was like, "I'm in. I am so in. I love the Paddington movies. I would give anything for more of that." And yeah, I started to like the idea uh, in preparation of this. I rewatched the original. Uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory with my sister who had never seen it before and then after that we went to see uh, this one Um, after coming out of it I texted you immediately and I was like this was such a feel good super holiday movie like it's uh, colorful and the songs are magical and it's so and it's such a feel good whimsical movie you are gonna hate it so Uh, you're, I would you're, appreciate right now, that. <laughs> I'm putting this in your core. Are you going to confirm or deny what I what I said? Okay, look, I'm going to be honest with you, man. Deep sigh. <laughs> yeah. And I texted you. I had notes on this film. Yeah. But you have notes on everything. I really film. fucking enjoyed it. Surprised. Really? I really enjoyed it. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. I like a musical when I know I'm going to go into a fucking musical when it's not just thrown in there. And I I actually call you and Fernie out in my video review for this film. So watch yeah. that video because I call you both fuckers out. <laughs> um, but first reaction, I really liked it. I really so when the trailer came out, I look. I understand that there are people that like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory like encapsulated their childhood 
I wasn't one of those kids. I'm sorry. It just it was not for me. I didn't care for it. I didn't love it. As a chocolate lover, I didn't love it. Like I'm sorry. If it was called Willy Wonka and the Hershey Chocolate Factory, maybe that would matter to me. But no, I'm sorry. Didn't Willy Wonka and the uh energy drink factory. How about that? Oh, yeah, I'm in. I'm <laughs> oh my god, Eddie. <laughs> Eddie Luna and the Energy Drink Factory. <laughs> you will see sounds. You will know new colors. You will experience exhaustion at a rate of speed you will have never have imagined. Instead of Oompa Loompas, it's just like tiny versions of The Rock, just like walking around. No, 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 rabbits. Instead of Oompa Loompa, it's rabbits. My God. Oh, oh my God. God. If, we ever, if we ever make like shirts or something, that should be like a parody poster. It's like your face is just energy drinks instead of chocolates. <laughs> Oh my god. Find me someone that'll design them. We, we can figure out how much we have to pay them. <laughs> I will do it. Anyway, uh no, yeah. I really liked it. The trailer got me into it. It felt emotional. I hate the fact that I dislike Timothy Chalamet, but god damn it. This film made me like him. I didn't care for the Willy Wonka property at all. I don't give a fuck about Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I don't care about Charlie. I don't. But this film made me. Mm -hmm. So initial reaction, really enjoyed this film. I I relate a lot to it, a lot more than I care to admit, which we'll talk about as we go. But for yeah. initial reaction, I enjoyed it. Incredible. Um, no, because really, uh, I told you, this is the kind of movie that it's kind of tailor-made for this time of year. It's not a, it's a Christmas movie. Film. But it feels like a holiday movie, right? Like, I, I don't know if it's because the setting where they're at, it's, it's snowing or the cozy way that they're dressing. I, I I don't know what it is. Or even the music, something about it just feels very, very holiday. Like, in the same way that, like, Harry Potter movies feel holiday-ish, you know? Yeah. Which uh, David Heyman, producer of all the Harry Potter films, also produces. So I'm sure that also had something to do there. Um, let's talk. Let, let, let's start from the top. Uh you mentioned Timothy Chalamet. I love this kid. I look ever since like Interstellar, uh, something about this kid just like really resonated. He was, was he the in son. Interstellar. He was the son. I did not notice that. Yeah. So, and he has proved like time and time again. I mean, I saw him in this. Uh, I started seeing him in like little side things like that, and he was in this little movie called Men and Women and Children. And he was also really good in that. And then little by little, he just started to prove himself, like day by day from movies like The King and Beautiful Boy and The French Dispatch and uh, he, Call Me By Your Name, of course, Lady Bird, um, Now Little Women. And, uh, and of course, uh, he was in Don't Look Up. He was in uh, Dune. He was the main character in Dune. Little by little, he's becoming a big presence. He's becoming like one of the actors that we're going to remember this era by. And I don't think he got there by pure, like, looks or luck. I think he's genuinely super talented. Um, the nepotism probably helps. I mean... I will hark on that until the day I die. But damn it, I became a fan of his for this film, if only this film. He's stupidly likable in this. I mean, uh, but before the movie came out, there, there, there were, like, uh, people criticizing the trailer, like, Oh man, he cannot pull off whimsy. He cannot. And like the thing about Willy Wonka and the, and that you can watch this without having seen any of any of the other movies. Like you don't need any point of reference. Uh, the thing about the original movie with Gene Wilder is that he genuinely was both 
charismatic and terrifying. Like it felt like at any moment he was going to just murder those kids. And you don't get that kind of edge anymore. This is like the Ted Lassoification of everything. Uh, little by little, we're getting there. I I love, I feel like this movie has a lot more in connection with uh, the original Willy Wonka rather than Charlie and Chocolate Factory. Because well, Charlie and Chocolate it Factory, should. it was just fucking weird. It was just a weird-ass film. Not terrible, but weird. But mm-hmm. I feel like this one... Tiffany Chalamet did something that's very difficult, which is he replicated to some degree the performance of an actor who fuck his father was a child when this actor did this did this performance. When yeah. Gene Wilder was in the original Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory, he had this weird manic whimsicalness, and somehow Timothy grabbed it and was like, "Okay, what would he be like when he's like 22 or 18 years old?" So grab that, bring it down. This is where we're gonna be. And he stayed there and props to him for doing that. I really liked his his outlook on life. He was very the glasses half full, you know. I I shit, man. I liked him. I I also appreciated the fact that this was a not just an origin story, but also him trying to fulfill his dreams. Like, what is more relatable than you you're trying to succeed? You're trying to make your dreams happen. What's the one thing you want the most in this world? Okay, now go work for it. I yeah. I don't know. There's something incredibly relatable to that, and I love that. Yeah, and I like how we're constantly in his like we're trying to catch up with him. Like I feel like he's trying, he's moving so fast. And the thing is that his performance works because everything else around him is kind of tailor made to flow with that. Like the a world and the environment, the city that he arrives in, is not normal. It is like very whimsical and everything. Like I knew I was gonna like this movie since the second it began, and he has this daydream of himself like uh, opening the store, and then like a cop oh, shows I, up and is like and is like hey hey and like points at the sign that, that says like no daydreaming, and then like how much you have to pay for daydream. That's such a Paddington movie joke. Uh huh. Like like have, have you seen the, the Paddington movies? Mm-mm. oh my god they're absolutely they're perfect family movies like they are they're so like selfless and so harmless and so funny like they are so they're like british humor like very dry like uh like it starts with like the bear just like being alone in like a in, in, in like a train station and the family kind of walks by and sees him, and the son is like, Dad, look, it's a bear. And the dad is like, yeah, don't look him in the eye. He's probably trying to sell you something. Like, it's it's full of cho- it's full of jokes like that. And this mm-hmm. movie is as well. Uh, Paul King was the perfect person to make this kind of movie. I mean, this movie could be about a random chocolatier. Like, it, it could have been not about Willy Wonka. But they, he was given the task of creating something. And in a world full of, like, hey, let's nostalgia-bait everything, he did something original. He did something new that I felt both fit the brand and also was its own thing. Because you can watch this without having any context for the other movies, and you're pretty yeah. much good. Yeah. The only thing I remember from the other films was Slugworth. And I appreciate that he was in this. Apparently, all three members of the Chocolate Cartel were referenced in the original Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I didn't know mm-hmm. that, but they were all referenced. Um, I just remember Slugworth. I just remember him. Which... yeah. He is a son of a bitch. 
um, yeah. But yeah, no, this film, I mean, what do you think of the music? I thought I hated the fact that I loved it. The music was catchy. None of the songs sucked. I was working out this week. No. And uh, it, it it was by accident because I, I had added them to a playlist, a couple of the songs. But then like uh, that song that you've never had chocolate like this, like that song yeah. started playing. Not going to lie. Pretty good song to work out to. What, what was the one that they were trying to get the police officer to beat up Willy Wonka? I can't remember. It was the one with the chocolate cartel sing. Oh, God. Uh... Uh, but he's like, I won't do that or whatever. Like, no, yeah, I, then, I can't do it. I can't do it. But they keep offering him like more chocolate because he was. Yeah, uh, they're like 80 boxes. Can't do it. 120 sweet boxes. Tooth. This, this song yeah. is called Sweet Tooth. Yeah. And then he's just like, no, no, no. And then they're like 80,000 boxes. Done. <laughs> I like that he turns almost immediately. Yeah, uh, like, which is principles, which is so perfect because they did the right thing. They didn't get like super big names. They got character actors that can play like a funny character, not like a representation of something else. Keegan Michael Key is perfect for this. Olivia Coleman is perfect for this. Hugh Grant as the Oompa Loompa. Jesus fucking Christ! Uh, he's in it very little, and I was on the floor every time that he was in it uh because he brought that like very like british like pissed offness into that character and uh, oh god i was having a blast question what did you think of um what did you think of hugh grant playing i don't know if you're aware of this about the the controversy of hugh grant playing the Oompa Loompa? uh i saw nothing about that honestly I did see uh, some things about it, but I saw that like he I, I saw he made comments like, "Oh my god, I hated the costume, I hated the makeup, I was so miserable," and we were all like, "Ah, oh, you get that for being an asshole your whole life." See, I got I got uh, some headlines about uh, actors that happen to be um, like a little person should have been. Cast. Thank you. I was like, "What? What's the right phrase for it?" That's the right actors word. that. Actually, it is dwarves. No, little person I, is. Is, is a little person? person? Okay. Yeah. I I'm not sure what the correct vernacular is. So yeah. little that there were certain actors that are little people who were offended. One that they weren't cast as Oompa Loompas as Oompa Loompas, and two that they weren't cast in the new Snow White film. Uh, the thing about the Snow White film, and I'll be quick about this. The only person that I saw make a comment about that was uh Peter Dinklage, who mm -hmm. said uh who, who said, "Come on, man! Like, have I not done enough?" Like uh, and and he 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 didn't say that as like haven't I done enough? Cast me. He was saying that like haven't I done enough? Stop making that fucking story. Like he was he was kind of upset at that. Yeah. Uh, but from from what I understand, that new Snow White film it's gonna feature almost no nothing about the dwarves. It's gonna be a really? Snow White film by itself. Yeah, I think it's gonna mm -hmm. be just one dwarf, and it's gonna be played by I forgot his name, but he was the little person in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Um, oh, I, I know exactly you're talking about. Yeah, so he got cast. So, like, good for him. Like, he's, he's getting a job. Mm -hmm. um, I heard nothing about this one. Um, I'll be very honest, and this is not this is not uh, an, an insult or anything. Some I don't know where you find these because sometimes you'll tell me like, "Did you hear the controversy about this?" And I'm like, "I have not heard any controversy about it." And then the only person that I hear the controversy from. It's you. Like, sorry. <laughs> I'm like, very in touch with Hollywood news. I'm sorry. No, like, I remember one time you told me, like, did, did you see the thing about Demon Slayer? And I was like, I've seen every episode of Demon Slayer. Why? What happened? 
And it's like, they're saying that like they made the girls sexified. I was like, that's never been a complaint in anime. That's always been a thing. If we're going to start caring about that right now, we need to start in the fucking 90s. Like, like Demon no, Slayer, I, I, get in fucking line. I'll get these headlines and I'm like, if I don't know anything, like, hey, is it true? Like, like, what are you, what's your take on this? Because I'm not, I'm not in a position to, to say that they're right or wrong. Uh, me neither. Me. me neither. Um, I don't think I'm in the position to say what's right and what's wrong. I, I'd say Hugh Grant was funny in the movie and he was in it for like three minutes. Total. If that much, right? He wasn't even in the, in the film very long. Yeah, he was barely in it. And, you know, it's just one guy. You know, it's not like they didn't use a ton of Oompa Loompas. It's just, just mm -hmm. one. Um, they used a ton in the original one, and in the remake with Tim Burton, uh, it was just one guy. It was just one actor, Deep Roy, playing all of them. Which mm. props to him. I saw an interview with him once, and he said, uh, "He said like, so you play the same character? Like, like it wasn't like you multiplied by a thousand. It's like, no, I played. If you see like the there's subtle movement differences in all of them. Like none of them are synced." Mm -hmm. And they go like, so you play like one by one. And he said, I play one by one. And they're like, oh my God, did you get paid well? And he's like, and he said, have you seen me work since? And she said, no. And he said, I don't need to because I don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> good. So like, good. Good for him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, um, no, I am not the Supreme Court justice in like in saying what's right or what's wrong in that. I was hoping to talk about the whimsical and the feel good of this movie, but okay. All right, let's, well. let's talk about more whimsical in this shit then. Um, uh, yeah. I loved, what do you think of Willie's origin story as far as like he grew up poor with his mom, but she would always save up. She would buy one, like she would bring one chocolate bean each, each week. And then on his yeah. birthday, she would make him a chocolate bar. Like, God damn the tears. Look, Solly Hawkins, who is, uh, who plays the mom. Mm -hmm. uh, I believe that's her name. Could be wrong. Uh, uh, yes, Solly Hawkins. Uh, she was also she was also the mom in the Paddington movies. She was the girl. She was the main girl in The Shape of Water. She's been. Uh, she was in Godzilla. In she was in the two Godzilla movies. Yeah, she was in the. She was in the. Which, as we all know, is the highest form of uh, of entertainment, as we all know. I mean, I don't know. I think between Paddington and Godzilla, I mean, there's a good fight there. Um, I, I feel like Godzilla would kill the the little stuffed bear. I'm sorry, and I feel like Godzilla would regret that and then bring it and and then be his friend. You know, um, you might be right. You don't know how good bomb, those marmalade sandwiches are, bro. Um, uh, yeah, you might. You gotta watch <laughs> these movies, man. They're so good. Damn. Uh, okay, so uh, <laughs> uh, no, Sally Hawkins is a treasure. She's such a likable actress that she can do this thing where, like, did you saw you saw The Shape of Water, right? Um. Mm, yes, but I don't remember much of it. I'm not gonna lie. So, so she was the main girl. Like she was the she was the one that was in love with the with the fish monster. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. she she only she didn't speak. She only knew sign language. Am I right? Yes. Uh, she's so likable. She commands such a presence. She's one of those actresses that, like, if she shows up in something, my in my immediate gut response is to awe. If that makes yeah. sense. Like, uh, I believe you. So she's in it very little. She's only like the flashback and then one scene at the end. And not going to lie, I don't want to jump too ahead. But her scene at the end with like when he opens up the chocolate bar and he finds the golden ticket and he sees the note. It's so simple and a little cliche what, what's written there. But God damn it, it was so effective. 
I was almost crying. I, I think I think I let out a tear by the end. I think at the uh, end I did when when he finally sees his mom. Yeah, and he sees her like just just a little bit, and like it's not just that. Like there's a couple of times where he's about to, like he does it. He does this thing when he, when he's about to open up to start sell to start uh, like selling stuff for the first time, and then again at the end where he's like gonna like go all out. There's like a moment where he, where he like puts his head down, like grabs his cane, and he just goes like, "Here we go, mama," and just like starts like going for it. Like there's such a sweetness in those moments, and it works because it's him, it's his performance, but also her. Like mm-hmm. if she's the end goal, you want to run that fucking race, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, makes complete sense. Yeah. Who? So they. God damn, uh, Paul King. That's his name, right? Paul King. Yeah, director. Yeah. He he did an incredible. Yeah, uh, as direct, right? Yeah, director. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He did an incredible job of making you care about these characters with very little screen time or work. You either hated them or you loved them. And when I say hated, I'm talking about the cops in the Chocolate Cartel. It didn't take much for me to hate their guts, like at all. Um. Yeah, it's, it? they're they're so they're like such cartoony villains, like nineties cartoon way, cartoon though. Like in of a course, way. yeah, like, in a way that it, uh, in a way course. that it's, it's <laughs> in a way that it's so funny the fact that they're live action. Like they feel like in a cartoon that would be funny, but like cartoony live action. That's why it works that they're such good character actors. Like yeah, that that example of like the guy who. Uh, throws up when he hears the word poor. That was so funny, and it kept coming or, back. Or who's the other guy? The one that kept like, "Oh, you'll never see them." That's because we killed them. <laughs> like, I, yes, yes, I just said that. Thank you for for confirming what I'm just saying. We want you to handle him. We mean murder him. Okay, like what? Whatever. Um, yeah. Little things like that. The 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 music in this film was great. The visuals were great. Even the few times that they had to use CGI, most of it still looked good. This felt like as close to a stage play on the big screen as we can get. And I don't think, and I hope I'm not I'm not overstepping when I say this, possibly not since Sweeney Todd has a film musical been so perfect that it felt like it could have been on any stage. I would watch this as if it was a stage musical. Well, they do have a Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory uh, musical, but not Wonka. Uh, no, this this I think works itself better. It's really does. Yeah. Um, uh, did you? The, yeah. Go ahead. No, you go first. Uh, I was going to ask you, what, what do you think of the supporting cast? Like besides uh, uh, Timothy Chalamet, Hugh Grant, and Sally Hawkins. Um, of course, it, there was Keegan Michael Key, but like, yeah, what do you think who, of like Kylie Lane? The, is yeah, is, who plays so new. lovable. So lovable, like this girl. Uh, uh, she's only she's only she only has one other credit. She was in this other movie called The Day Shall Come. Um, it's been a while since that, and it's kind of cool. Like uh, she she was uh she was a dancer. Like she's done like a she's done like a lot of like things like that, and then now she's in this, and she bounces off uh, uh Shalomet really well. She like, kept she and that's she plays, like, the feet. straight man, yeah. Because uh, she's the like the one that, she... that, 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 that. Sorry, she has the one that has to like keep him like grounded. Grounded, yeah. And they even have a joke where she's teaching him how to read, which is yeah, like, super funny. 
But like, and and this is to her credit, the fact that she can keep up with him at such a young age, mm-hmm. that that young lady is going to do great things. I have no doubt. Noodle will be amazing. Can't wait to see to see her in in, in some other things. Which uh, yeah, Olivia so it was them. Olivia Coleman is such a treasure. Not <laughs> again. I'm, I'm, I keep using this phrase. Not since the Laura Umbridge have I seen a lady for five seconds and knew I hate her fucking guts. <laughs> not since the Laura Umbridge. Not since the Pink Lady. Jesus. Oh, uh, but no, no. Um. But yeah, the supporting cast in this entire film was great. The visuals were great. The music, like I don't, <clears throat> I normally like to approach these movies as like, okay, where could they have improved? I don't know where they could have. Genuinely, I don't know. Even when they use CGI, it looks it looks outstanding. Yeah. Um, I don't really know what to critique because how do you? What can you fix when nothing's broken? Yeah, uh, this is a movie that. Definitely knows what it is. It knows who is who is it uh, targeting to. They knew exactly what they were doing when they started putting up those trailers and were like, they didn't. They were not like, hey, look, it's the star from Dune. Hey, look, it's like, no, they were like, it's a director from Paddington. You like Paddington? Here's some more of that whimsy shit. Like, you love it, don't you? <laughs> fucking love it. You love that fucking bear. Now imagine if instead of bear, it was this twink. Like, imagine. Just fucking, it's right there, you know? Um, Because, like, nobody's going to go watch this and think, like, oh, yeah, Gene Wilder. Like, nobody's thinking about that. And it's funny. Like, I don't know. Like, Timothy Chalamet is not, like, a great singer. Like, you can tell, like, his voice was out of tune to all shit. But it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, it's not that kind of musical. So it was made just for the funsies. Like, this feels like a funsy movie, you know? God damn it, Chema. You just reminded me. So I was reading some reviews on Letterboxd, like to be like, what can I criticize? Because I can't I can't think of anything to criticize. Did I finally convince the... you to join Letterboxd? Is that what it is? Uh no. But one of the Letterboxd <laughs> reviews said Willy Wonka and the Twinkie Factory. And I was like, I don't get it. Now I do. Oh. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it, Chema. But fine, what? whatever. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, what else? What else? What I mean, wh- what if this movie could have been improved? Because I can't think of anything. Um, well, I have one question, and maybe I, I, I don't like doing this, you know, that I don't, but I just, I just thought about this. Uh-huh. Um, so throughout the whole movie, we see uh, Wonka, he has th- this like homemade chocolate bar with his name on it, uh, and we know throughout the movie that that's like the bar that his mom made for him mm-hmm. uh and then at the end he opens it he finds a little golden ticket with a note from her how did she expected him to read that if he doesn't know how to read <laughs> i think the, mic- the microphone is not picking this up but y'all eddie's like cackling like <laughs> oh shit like did we expect it? Like, what if he hadn't learned? And he just like open it up and be like, and be like, I don't know what this means. Like, why couldn't she draw me a picture? You know? Wait, wait, wait. What if she knew he couldn't read it? He was like, 
his dumbass is gonna share this with someone, and then he's gonna have to give this up the chocolate. So he's gonna make friends. <laughs> dumbass is gonna have to make friends. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so fucked up. That's like funny. I don't want to. Like I'm. I'm sorry. I literally just thought about that right now. Like, but like I said, oh I don't. God. I don't like being that guy. I don't like criticize. I don't like finding plot. I, I don't like being that guy. But I just thought about that. Like, how did she expect him? To read that. like did she expect him to like find friends that will teach him how to read like maybe he was living in a band down by the river like what uh yeah so no man i i enjoyed the whimsicalness of this film i enjoyed the music everything um and a i don't know when's the next time i'm gonna watch it but i i really enjoyed it i see this becoming uh like a possibly a holiday classic if it has legs which i really hope it does it's like the first thing that come come out post post up. Uh, I was gonna say post pandemic, uh, post strike. Uh, yeah. yeah, I give it I give it four out of five stars. I, I like I said, I heavily enjoy, I really enjoyed it. The soundtrack is good. It's whimsical. It's memorable, and yeah, I had a good time. Um, it made one hundred fifty million against a hundred twenty million dollar budget. So box office hit. I hope it grows. I hope they don't do a sequel, but we'll see. Me too. I don't I see this not. having a sequel. And this is just fine. And I hope Paul King, like, because there is going to be a third Paddington movie, but it looks like he's not going to direct it. And no, I'd rather I'd rather him be done with this and start working on that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that should cover everything. Going to do a quick wrap up here. Thank you so much for joining us, everyone. Uh, we're close to Christmas. So in case we don't get to catch you later, Merry Christmas. Happy uh, anything that you celebrate. And yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Merry Christmas, happy Kwanzaa, happy Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate. Or happy holidays if you don't celebrate any of that. Heck yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Chema. I've been Eddie. And this was the rollback. No sign off. I have to go too. Goodbye. Bye-bye.